All right, hour two, Sean Hannity Show, 800-941-SEAN is our number. You want to be a part of the uh, program. As all of you know, CPAC took place uh, at the end of last week through yesterday as they closed out their session. Um, we're watching, obviously, with all the issues involving energy, oil, exploration, drilling, uh, energy independence, everything we're talking about, uh, the 47-year high of inflation, uh, a lot of it caused by these insane energy policies of Joe Biden and, you know, forcing our allies in Western Europe and in NATO into the arms of Vladimir Putin for the lifeblood of their economies. Uh, over the weekend at CPAC, uh, Kelly Chewbacca, who is running against Lisa Murkowski, uh, gave a really hard-hitting speech, and here's what she said. But Lisa Murkowski? Well, she owes everything to her dad, who appointed her to his vacant Senate seat when he was elected governor. For the Murkowskis, it's a little bit like the British royal family. In the same way that Queen Elizabeth is going to hand on that crown to a descendant, the Murkowskis have been handing down our Alaska Senate seat like a birthright for 41 years. Mm -hmm. But nepotism breeds a lack of realism. So Murkowski, she doesn't feel it when she votes to confirm Joe Biden's radical nominees like she's done over 90% of the time. She doesn't feel it when she acts as Joe Biden's CEO, yeah, his chief enabling officer, voting along with Biden's radical agenda and Bernie Sanders a majority of the time, which hurts Alaskans and everyone in this room. She even voted for the Green New Deal, you know, the infrastructure bill. But Murkowski didn't just vote for it, she helped write it. Mm -hmm. It is time to hold these leftist supporting insiders accountable. I don't think there's any other way to say it except that the, these mindless New Green Deal energy policies of, of Joe Biden and the New Green Deal radical socialists have literally, you know, this climate war has put Ukraine in this position and the world in this position. And that means it's all that means it all could be preventable. U.S. energy dependence threatens our national security. It threatens also our economy. It is a big reason for the 40-plus-year high that we have on in inflation. Uh, we have experts warning as the GOP is calling on Biden, begging Biden to reopen the Keystone XL pipe, pipeline. Uh, Josh Hawley, wouldn't it be nice if, if Biden was as tough on Vladimir Putin as he is on U.S. energy producers? He was forced to reverse himself last week by shutting down the Nord Stream 2 pipeline again after he made the huge mistake of giving it the waiver and the green light, opening, opening it up last year. How about we get rid of Nord Stream 1 in the process as well? Josh Hawley now is rolling out a measure that would shut down Russian energy production and lift regulations on the U.S. energy sector imposed by the Biden administration while saying Russia's military aggression is a consequence of Biden's policies. That is absolutely positively true. You know, with the right leadership like we had under Donald Trump, as it relates to energy, he's he achieved something nobody thought was possible. America achieved energy independence for the first time in 75 years. We were a net exporter of energy by the time Donald Trump left office. 
The Biden administration still fighting tooth and nail to freeze new oil and gas and drilling uh, leases, even after a court ruled against the administration for using a metric to estimate the societal cost of carbon emissions to justify the move. And despite the court's decision, Biden's Biden and his administration, they have stopped new leases and permits like we have been talking about for a long time. On average, we're paying about a buck fifty more a gallon in some places more. I filled up my gas tank yesterday and it was a quarter of the way full and and I paid well over eighty dollars for for gasoline um, over four dollars a gallon where I live. And now I remember, you know, filling up my whole tank for 50, 60 bucks. Can I afford it? Sure, I can afford it. Do I want to pay that extra money? No, I don't. Would I rather have the security, national security of never having to worry about the Straits or Hormuz or the Middle East or Russia? Why is America importing under Joe Biden in 2021 232 million barrels of oil from Russia? A million barrels of oil from Iran, something we haven't done since 1991. Over 600 million barrels of oil from OPEC. How many of these OPEC countries really give a rip about the U.S.? Do you think they care about our economy? No, they just want to get rich, and Joe's helping them to get rich. Joe's pushing our allies into the arms of Putin. And the one sanction that would matter the most, and that is stopping the exporting of energy and the importing of energy from russia that's the one that that, that's the one sanction they'll never go near all that does is allow the money to keep flowing so these territorial ambitions of vladimir putin can continue it's unbelievable joining us is kelly trubaka she's running against lisa murkowski in that primary that was a great speech you gave congratulations but this directly impacts your state of alaska probably more than any other single state it's great to be with you, Sean. Thanks. And you're absolutely right. Alaska is functionally a border state with Russia. We cross the prime meridian. Vladimir Putin's unprovoked attack should be condemned without qualification. But you absolutely have it right. Alaska holds the key to energy independence and thus national security. But instead of drilling for oil, because Joe Biden squandered our energy independence on day one when he shut down our oil development here in Alaska, we're having to drill our military cadets because Joe Biden has displayed weakness on the global stage. And so here we are in Alaska preparing to defend Ukraine and go to war with Russia because of Joe Biden and Lisa Murkowski casting the tie-breaking vote to confirm that radical environmentalist Deb Holland, who has led this energy-annihilating agenda for Joe Biden. You know, that's the amazing thing to me. I think the people of Alaska are aware of it. it there's a little bit of a problem as it relates to the primary pro- process in Alaska that I want you to explain to this audience, um, because it's it's not just going to be a straight-up Republican vote versus you and Lisa Murkowski. Explain how the system works. We don't have a party primary anymore, and so the process in August is it's, it's everybody against everybody. It's all party primary, and the top four vote earners go to the general. Fortunately, the Alaska Republican Party has a spine that Joe Biden doesn't. And they said, you're not taking our party primary from us. So they officially censured Lisa Murkowski and said she cannot run as a Republican. And then they endorsed me and made me the Republican primary contender for the race. So I will be in the general election. Lisa Murkowski is, quote, keeping Alaska independent, you know, like Bernie Sanders is independent. And then we have a highly funded Democrat in the race. Those are the three of us making the most money. 
there's other people running, but they raised, you know, a couple thousand dollars. So it looks like those will be, you know, the three people at the general election along with someone who comes in fourth. And Alaska votes Republican. Thank God for Alaska. We voted for Donald Trump twice by double digits. He said he's coming up here to do a rally for me. I think that's going to bring out a lot of enthusiasm and excitement. And I am confident Alaskans are people of common sense and courage who are going to lead our nation forward in voting common sense votes this November. I, I may need to hitch a ride on that. I've never been to Alaska. I want to be there. Um, I watch every Alaska living off their grid show that's ever been made. And I sit there in awe and admiration of everybody. Uh, then, of course, but. Uh, I, I watch my, my favorite shows about the Crabbers. Uh, what's the name? Oh, Deadliest Catch. Um, I love that show. Quick break. Right back. More with Kelly Chewbacca on the other side. She's running against Rhino, Lisa Murkowski, in Alaska. This is an important switch that we need in, in this state. We all remember, by the way, 9-11-2001. We lost 2,977 of our fellow Americans. They were killed in the worst terrorist attack on American soil. And the Tunnel to Towers Foundation, they've been supporting America's heroes and their families ever since. Now, when a first responder or military service member doesn't come home and there's young children left behind, Tunnel to Towers tries to pay off their mortgage and lift the financial burden off that family and bring their family stability. Now, especially also, they help catastrophically injured vets and first responders. Tunnel to Towers, they build mortgage-free, smart homes, enabling the most severely injured heroes to live more independent lives. They have what they now call Operation Home Base, and Tunnel to Towers is gifting tiny homes to homeless veterans. They're helping them out. Our nation's heroes, people that put everything on the line for us and our country and our communities, they need our help now. And all they're asking for is for you to join this effort and donate 11 bucks a month. They set up their website. It's the letter T, the number two, the letter T dot org. The letter T, number two, the letter T dot org. Tunnels to Towers Foundation. Join us and help the people that helped us. Help the people that gave everything for us. Get out of the media spin room. You've come to the right place. This is the Sean Hannity Show. All right, more with Kelly Trebaca from Alaska running against Rhino Lisa Murkowski. Let me ask you. You know the resources that we have in Anwar. And by the way, the this particular land space, this land mass, is rich in oil reserves. As a matter of fact, I think the last time they, they made an estimate, they said, oh, we think it's actually 10 times higher than original estimates. Uh, what are the estimates as of today, and how long could Anwar alone produce enough energy to help america i've also chartered an airplane for fox i wasn't on it but we actually went up over the landmass that is anwar it is a wilderness and we're told i interview oil executives and these oil executives said we can go in in season and we can drill dr baby drill and we literally will leave for the winter and you won't even see a footprint by the time we walk out of there Everything you just said is completely accurate, and there's so much misinformation the way they say it in lower 48. We call it lies. 
about drilling in Alaska. So the Yanwar size is about the size of the state of South Carolina. That's how big Alaska is. We're, we're almost three times the size of Texas. So when you say it's a wilderness, it's an Arctic swamp. There's no mountains there. There's no trees there. And we could power the entire United States just from what we drill in Yanmar. We could be energy independent just from that. That's just one of our oil fields. Sean, we have an entire other oil field that Deb Holland has shut down. Remember, the only reason she's in office is Lisa Murkowski. So we have an entire other area that we also could use for energy independence. And just to put this in scope for people who have a hard time understanding it, if you made Anwar the size of a major league baseball field, that's easier to understand. The size that we want to actually explore and drill on would be the equivalent of a laptop monitor. And the methods that we use in Alaska are different than what you use in other areas of drilling, and they're cleaner and greener than anywhere else in the world. So when people say it's for the environment, for the environment, and you outsource it to Russia, China, Iraq, Iran, etc., you're actually damaging Alaska's environment. There are tribes on the western shore of Alaska that have to move their communities regularly because of ocean erosion of their shore because of the pollution that we are getting from over in the east. Why? Because we keep outsourcing energy development over there instead of letting Alaska do it. Any argument How do, how you, do you, you explain this reluctance and resistance? I mean, here we have Vladimir Putin is making all of this money. We, had, we may be headed towards record high prices in terms of a, a barrel of oil. And maybe right. you can explain to this audience why we would not go back immediately to the energy independent independence uh, policies that Donald Trump had. And the people, by the way, of Alaska, this is a really cool thing that your state does, is the more money the state makes off natural resources, you share that with the permanent residents and citizens of Alaska. That's right. It's all about the people. It's all about the workers. And I think it's really simple. This extreme socialist, radical leftist administration wants America to come and last. They're, you said it well. They're promoting Putin. They're promoting China. They even sent some of their people from the White House over to Saudi Arabia just, what, a week and a half ago to ask them for, to pump more gas. It's too bad we don't have anyone here in America who could pump more oil and gas, right? It's not. Uh, about and, the and Donald Trump got criticized for saying that That's right. you know, Putin is pursuing his territorial ambitions. Putin is a madman. Putin is evil, but he's not stupid. But America is being stupid by by, again, giving up energy independence. And we're not being smart because we're also talking about the economy. Every single product we buy in every store costs more because of these idiotic policies. New Green Deal socialism. Uh, we're paying, you know, a buck fifty more a gallon to fill our gas tanks. We're paying more to heat and cool our homes. And we could all be saving a lot of money if we just would go back to those policies. And we could even be a net exporter, as we were under Donald Trump of energy, and supply our Western European allies and 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 end this reliance that they have on Vladimir Putin and Russia. Yep, that's right. It's about we want to promote America first. They want to take a knee at the national anthem. That's what it's about. Let me ask you, so this happens in August, the top four candidates get on the ballot, and I've got to imagine that, do you think Lisa Murkowski is an independent, is one of the four finalists, or no? I think that she will be on the ballot, but I don't, she, right now she's pulling third, Sean, and I think she's not going to win. I don't think she's going to win either, and nor should she win, because I don't think she's nor represented she. your state well, and I love the people of Alaska. you got to live in Alaska, you got to be pretty tough. You've got to have a, a, a rugged constitution, 
and a willingness to, to seriously face the elements in life. And uh, it's a state that of, of people that really are the, the land of the free and the home of the brave, because there's more freedom and more bravery in Alaska. Otherwise, you'd probably move to Hawaii or, or Florida. That's exactly right. And the people up here know she's not representing us, and that's why we're going to win. Everyone can help us at kelly4ak.com, kelly4ak.com. Well, it's amazing how this one issue is now front and center, the lifeblood of the world's economy, as I call it, energy. And then you have Jen Psaki and John Kerry and Joe Biden and the new Green Deal socialists. The one sanction that would be most impactful is the one sanction they won't put on Vladimir Putin. I can't believe it. It is such it's like, oh, let's fund this invasion of Vladimir Putin's because he's getting rich off of all of this. And this is madness to me. Uh, Well, following this uh, this race very closely, Kelly Chewbacca, thank you for being with us. And going up against Lisa Murkowski, that is a winnable race. And we need a strong conservative from Alaska. Quick break, right back. Standing up for what's right with America. We're back on the Sean Hannity Show. 25 to the top of the hour. We'll get to your calls in just a second here. I want to go to Jen Psaki. I, I told you all about John Kerry's comments last week. I hope that this does not derail in any way the climate change agenda. And I'm thinking, are you kidding me? By, by America giving up energy independence... The lifeblood of the world's economy, whether John Kerry, Jen Psaki, and little Joey want to admit it, we we have pushed our allies right into Putin's arms, and they're now they now find themselves, you know, completely dependent for their economy on Russia and Putin. Forty percent of natural gas in Europe comes from Russia. Now, what are we going to do? The answer would be obvious, and I said this last week, it's what Joe should say tomorrow night in his State of the Union address, and that is, I have given the green light to every energy-producing company in America, full green light for exploration and drilling and fracking and energy production at the highest levels we've ever achieved as a country. But he's never going to do that because he's beholden to these climate change cultists that are the new Green Deal socialists. He's not going to do it. You know, Jen Psaki disagreeing with Tom Cotton about reopening the Keystone XL pipeline. I didn't know until last week how big the pipeline was in terms of how much oil energy can be can be flushed through there on any given day. It's over 800 million barrels of oil a day. That's how significant that would be. Here's Psaki. 
And so energy sanctions are certainly on the table. We have not taken those off, but we also want to do that and make sure we're minimizing the impact on the global marketplace and do it in a united way. I would say that the congressman's recommendations there, the Keystone Pipeline, was not processing oil through the system. That does not solve any problems. That's a misdiagnosis or maybe a, a, a misdiagnosis of what needs to happen. I would also note that on oil leases, what this actually justifies in President Biden's view is the fact that we need to reduce our dependence on foreign oil, on oil in general, and need to and we need to look at other ways of process of having energy in our country and others. One of the interesting things, George, we've seen over the last week or so is that a number of European countries are recognizing they need to reduce their own reliance on Russian oil. So uh, I'm not sure we agree with that assessment of what needs to happen, but energy sanctions remain on the table. Where are they going to get it, Jen? Where are they going to get it? That's the question. And if you're unwilling to give an answer to that, they need a solution. And this is the problem. Oh, it's still on the table, uh, sanctions on energy. It's really not on the table because America is not willing to capitulate. Uh, uh, Joe Biden's not willing to go against the radicals in, in the Democratic Party, the new Green Deal radicals that literally have, have stifled energy production and growth in this country and created dependency yet what once again, which hurts national security and it's killing our economy. The dumbest answer I think I've ever heard, and she's had a lot of dumb answers. Uh, let's say hi to Darlene is in New Jersey. Darlene, how are you? Thanks for checking in. Thanks, Tony. I'm so happy you had me on. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I'm, I'm come from Ukraine. Well, my grandparents came from Ukraine and I have a lot of solidarity with the Ukrainian people, just like most of the people around the world. And I totally agree with you. The only solution is let's get our production up. We have the cleanest energy. We're still buying energy. We're still buying oil from Russia at this minute. It's just disgraceful. It's, it's, it's insanity. This is now insanity. Look, I mentioned this earlier in the program. I don't want to repeat myself too much, but I will tell you there, there's certain truths that should exist in this world and in this life. And some of those truths are hard truths. And one of them is that if you are a murdering dictator, killing six-year-old little children and taking over sovereign countries, uh, you don't have the right to stay in power. And in that sense, he, Vladimir Putin needs to go. Vladimir Putin is the one that is single-handedly responsible for this, this Adam Schiff show. He's, you know, people are dying because he has territorial ambitions. And the only way the world's going to stop this kind of behavior, the only way, is to make sure that people like him understand that there's a severe penalty for this type of conduct, China is watching and their territorial ambitions have been stated over and over again. Now we see North Korea, you know, they're ratcheting up their rocket production and making a show of that on, on pretty much an everyday basis now. And the Iranians are pushing for their nuclear weapons. God help us if they ever get them. I just want to say that and I and the only answer is energy. This is a, a lot of this is about energy. We can knock them right out. And it's 60% of their we, we economy. Were, 
Yes, we can knock them right out by ramping up production. Why they won't do it, I don't know, because that's the real answer. I, yeah, it's very upsetting. This is I'm the guy that blocked the... over this. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, good call. Thank you, Darlene. You know, gives Putin a waiver while he simultaneously knocks out the Keystone XL pipeline. Joe Biden put new drilling efforts in Alaska on a permanent hold, as we just spoke with Kelly Chewbacca about. He disrupted all new exploration and development auctions in the rest of the country, suspended all new exploration on federal lands, and hurt the liquefied natural gas production in this country, and didn't find a way to supply the needs of our allies, which would have been in NATO's best interest, Europe's best interest, and would have prevented what we're now watching unfold before us every single day. And it's going to get worse. You know, I know there's been a lot of people making commentary. The Ukrainians are fighting back. They're doing really, really good. And they really are. And I admire them picking up their AK-47s and going up. David, It's a David versus Goliath scenario. The problem is you got to be careful because we saw what this madman did to these Border Patrol people when they said they were warned that they must disarm and become hostages, and they said, told Putin to, well, they told the Navy ship of Russia to F off. They're all dead. There's a six-year-old little girl video. I'll show you tonight. It's hard to watch. It's painful. Um, and they don't. he doesn't care. And he's only unleashed a fraction of the military might that he is capable of. And this lunatic, and I'm reading all these stories and all these observations from all these people that have studied Putin over these many, many years. He looks puffy to me, almost like he's on some type of steroid. And you can have steroid rage. I have no idea what's going on through Putin's sick mind. Um, but he also looks like he's had, I've had an intel people, they believe he's had three facial surgeries. I was told that directly by numerous people in the intelligence community. Can I confirm that? No, I'm just telling you what they told me because that's my job. Uh, but there's something off. And even people that once had, quote, decent relationships with him, he's not the same guy. That's what they're saying. All right, quick break. We'll come back and more of your phone calls coming up. 800-941-SEAN. You want to be a part of the program. What about the Biden family syndicate? You know, it seems like they're in bed with all these corrupt countries. All right, let's get back to our busy phones. Uh, let's say hi to Mitch is in Illinois. Mitch, hi. How are you? Glad you checked in. Hi, Sean. Uh, thanks for taking my call. Thank you. Hey, I really appreciate uh, you bringing this up again uh, today and this week about energy. It's so frustrating. I mean, even here in my own family, I'm, I'm telling my kids, my, myself, my wife, we're, we're all filling up at a half tank. We don't let it go down below a half tank because it costs so much just to fill up. Um, but the thing we have to do, and I want to just encourage uh, your audience, is to make sure and call your senators, call your representatives, because if they don't hear from us, they're not going to get a good barometer on what the rest of the nation uh, is feeling. Um, that's something I did last week, and I live in Illinois, so that tells you right there. Uh, I've got two uh, Democrat senators, so uh, this is the the, the voice out in the wilderness. Uh, but I called him and I told him, hey, look, you know, I'm all for green energy. I, I believe in that. But but right now the problem is we're buying Russian oil. Why would we uh, fill the coffers of our enemy 
when we already have all of this fuel right here. And, it, and so for at least in the near term, I mean, we can go back and we can revisit green energy. But for right now, the here and present danger is this that's going on uh, in, uh, across the pond here. So we can, we can supply our allies with cleaner fuel. And then we can help ourselves, our own nation, in this time of heightened inflation. So why would we not take care of the clear and present need? That's I, 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 th- why there's no rational, intelligent, commonsensical answer for this insanity, except that this is a religious cult for these new Green Deal climate change cultists. They're just they're lunatics. And they, yeah. they created this scenario. Remember, Joe inherited energy independence. All of this, look, there's a lot of symbolism. And Joe Biden was saying, we're putting the toughest sanctions ever on Russia, blah, blah, blah. No, he's not. Because the one sanction that would really have teeth, that would be most meaningful, that would get us the best results, the fastest results, would be on energy imports and exports and cut them off. So he doesn't have the money and the financing to continue this 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 reign of terror and and pursuing these ambitions of his and you know look yeah. i'm i'm not a fan of ukraine i'm going to be very clear about this but i am a fan and i stand in solidarity with the people of ukraine and there's a, there is a distinction now zelensky he's kind of been a little impressive so i expected him to get on a plane like most most leaders do so-called leaders do and take you know millions and millions of dollars with him, and and fly out of it. I hope he holds strong because uh, I think it's symbolic. It's it's uh, it's not quite reminiscent of Winston Churchill and the bombing of Britain, but you know Winston Churchill every single day during the bombing of Britain would walk among the people of Britain. They were getting hammered, and here's their prime minister. Walking among the people, going down into their subways where people were hiding and that were serving as bomb shelters, basically. And and that kind of leadership will beat them in the hills. We'll fight them anywhere. Victory. What is our cause? Victory. As I said to those who have joined the government, I have nothing to offer but blood, toil, tears, and sweat. sweat. You aren't sweating up on a thing. I will say it is to wage war by sea, land, and air with all our might, with all the strength that God can give us. To wage war against a monstrous tyranny never surpassed in the dark and lamentable catalogue of human crime. You ask, what is our aim? I can answer in one word, victory. Victory at all costs. Victory in spite of all terror. Victory, however long and hard the road may be. But without victory, there is no survival. Well said. Nobody could say it better, and he lived it. Thank you, Mitch. Linda, Florida, how are you? Great, Sean. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for calling. Hey, thanks for having me. Um, Who is our president, by the way? It's anybody's guess. I don't think Joe knows what day it is, but that's my opinion. Well, you know, the saddest thing about this whole thing is it could have been stopped, and as you said, over and over, and a lot of other people have that same thought. But what I'm not understanding is why isn't somebody asking directly why he closed 
XL pipeline down and our oil and gas leases. Nobody in the media has asked him that question in front of him. No, well, I he got Jen Psaki got one question on this, no. but and and she gave you know a rote answer, and right. the we we already know the answer, and the answer yes, is is that he will never ever ever give in to the loony left in his party because they control him. And that that, you know, that my is thing, Sean is yeah he's aiding and abetting our enemy. Agnes, <laughs> yeah, I uh, listen. If you're a murdering tyrant. I will tell you right now, you deserve, and you invade a sovereign country, and you kill innocent people, then in in my humble opinion, you forfeit your right to lead any country. That's not a complicated principle, is it? And we've got to learn from our mistakes in the past. We never seem to learn from mistakes in the past. You know, the fact that, you know, for days and days, Italy, Germany, all these countries, Belgium, well, can we just exempt uh, this particular business and that we don't want to sanction this business and that'll impact our economy? And no, if you want to stop this madness, you must have real sanctions. And that's energy and that's oil. Anyway, thank you, Linda. Appreciate the call. Uh, Miranda Devine at the top of the hour compromised with all these countries is the Biden family syndicate. No one ever wants to bring that question up. Then we'll get more of your calls and some of the other news of the day. Quick break, right back.